Welcome to the Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your employees all the information they need to be successful at their jobs. Now, let's get started with the show. Dr. Jeremy Weiss here, host of the Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your staff everything they need to be successful at their job. Um, here with who's Zefa Olia of One Cosmos. And before I introduce him formally, Zefa, I like to mention other guests we've had on the podcast that you should check out. We've had uh, David Allen of Getting Things Done, Michael Gerber of The E-Myth, Cameron Harold, and, and many other amazing COOs, directors of operations. So check more episodes out uh, on Process Breakdown Show. This episode is brought to you by Sweet Process. And if you've had team members ask you the same questions over and over again, it may be the 10th time you spend explaining it. There's actually a better way. There is a solution. Sweet Process is a software that makes it drop dead easy to train and onboard new staff and save time with existing staff. And I was talking with one of the owners, Owen, not only do universities, banks, hospitals, and software companies use them, but first responder government agencies use them in life or death situations to run their operations. So I was like, Owen, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. You can use Sweet Process to document all the repetitive tasks that eat up your team's time and your time so you can focus on growing and empowering them. You can sign up for a free 14-day trial. No credit card is required. Go to sweetprocess.com. at sweet, like candy, S-W-E-E-T, process.com. Uh, I'm excited to introduce today's guest, who Zefa Olia has years of experience in running sales operations, customer service teams, um, regional business units. He's worked for anywhere from places like Oracle, Sun Microsystems, and many more. He's COO of One Cosmos. If you haven't heard of One Cosmos, uh, which we'll talk about why, because you know, in this topic, we're actually going to talk about coming out of stealth mode. How do you scale a startup coming out of stealth? And One Cosmos is the world's only cybersecurity solution that combines indisputable digital identity proofing, bio, advanced biometrics, passwordless authentication, data encrypted. This is way over my pay grade. Uh, who's up? Uh, permission, <laughs> permission blockchain and much more. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So talk a little bit about One Cosmos and, and what you as a company do. Absolutely. So One Cosmos, we are pioneers in digital identity. Um, and before we talk about, uh, or I talk about, you know, what the company does, uh, you know, just a very relevant problem in the industry today. Um, in the physical world, if uh, Dr. Jeremy, if you need to prove who you are, it's it's fairly easy. You know, what you need to do is, you know, you take your ID out, right? And wherever you are, if you're at the bank, right? Or if you're at a restaurant, you can prove, you know, who you are. But in the digital identity world or um what you have created is a proxy for yourself in the form of a username or password because nobody understands you know who you are so what we do at one cosmos is we essentially create a, a single digital identity for you which is verified vetted um, and then we use that to authenticate you across multiple different uh, you know services that are present right and in that interaction of the of yours with those services we remove the username or password and we replace that with biometrics, right? Um, and just to make sure and we ensure that it is you, we actually use real biometrics, right? Compared to, you know, what the machine biometrics which are available today, right? So it's, 
is to prevent, to be more accurate and prevent like someone hacking someone else's data and identity? Absolutely, right. And uh, with the advent of, uh, you know, Web 3.0, um, you know, where the two areas, right, which are plaguing everybody today, one is security and the other is privacy, right? Um, security, you know, with the whole hacking question and the privacy or lack of privacy is more around, you know, your information that is being used by services today without your consent, your knowledge, right? And sold to third parties. Yeah. You mean why I get uh, 10 phone calls a day from spammers on my phone? Absolutely. <laughs> right. So the whole concept, uh, and this is where the blockchain comes in, is uh, we're built on the tenants of decentralized identity, right? Which allows you to possess your digital identity under your control, right? And gives you full transparency as well as control around how your data is shared with third-party services. So who are um, clients, customers of One Cosmos then? Variety of different services, right? We uh, work with uh, the security groups on the workforce side, which is, you know, most large, uh, you know, most often large banks, right? For them to ensure the security of uh, their employees and their contractors. Um, and then, uh, you know, we have customers, you know, like uh, on the banking side, right? So one of our largest customers uh, has about 50 million consumers, right? Um, and they use our platform. Got it. And we'll talk about how to scale a startup coming out of stealth. And, and a key, key factors of that is you have to make sure all the operations are in place because you are coming out on all cylinders, right? So talk about what's important to put into place as far as operations go when you're coming out of stealth mode. Yeah, it's uh, interesting because uh, this is my third startup, right? And, um, you know, uh, every time when you come out of, uh, or when you're in the startup mode, you're all focusing on what my go-to-market message needs to be, you know, how do I need to secure, you know, the next business or the next deal, right? And then move forward. So, um, you know, the vision becomes very, uh, very small at that point, right? It, you're just more in the present rather than thinking about, uh, you know, what you need to do, you know, one day or two days from now. Um, so I have found, uh, at least in this iteration of, uh, you know, One Cosmos, that operation plays a very, very pivotal role, right? Um, it's actually a one-year anniversary of us coming out of stealth. Uh, we came out of stealth uh, in around January, end of last year. Um, and we have scaled tremendously, right? Uh, so we have increased our revenue about five times, um, increased our customer base three times, increased our employees two times. Um, and I would say the most pivotal piece to this is planning, right? Having a process, having a plan on how, what you need to do to execute right, uh, year over year. Um, I would also put it to three important tenants, right? Uh, most often is how do you make sure that, uh, you know, you have the right team in place, right? So the approach that we took very, very early is that we need to hire leaders into individual departments, right? And then they scale their team rather than the other way around, right? Because, uh, you know, most startups tend to do that uh, maybe from a cost standpoint or maybe from... Uh, just a timing standpoint that, you know, let's hire one person, you know, who can do a marketing function or a sales function or a customer success function, but not looking at it holistically. So uh, I think the most important tenant is, you know, hiring the right leaders, making them the CEOs of their individual departments, right? And then the second, I would say, is 
more around how do you make sure that everybody is marching, marching to the same beat, right? Um, so metrics, uh, measurement is very, very important, right? I've, uh, you know, heard a few of your podcasts around, you know, why, you know, KPIs to measure your business are important. So I'm not going to dive more into it. But what is important is all of those individual department KPIs need to roll up into an overall company mission as well as vision, right? Um, and then the last piece I would put is a startup always moves very fast, right? Uh, we have to pivot very, very quickly. Um, and you need to make sure that uh, when you pivot, right, there are no blind spots, right? Across any department, any function. So clear communication, transparency across, you know, all of those particular business lines is extremely important as well. I want to dig into the first one, um, which is hiring, but really focusing on hiring leaders. What are some of the operational things you have to put in place to be able to focus and, and do that effectively? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, just making sure that, the leaders who are coming on board, right, understand what the mission vision is, as well as, you know, creating the KPIs for them, right? Um, as a department function, you know, they mature, right? Uh, you know, so if uh, a function is there in operation for two or three years in the business, they get very good at defining, you know, what their metrics are, right? But what you need to put uh, as the first foundation, right, squarely comes on to the plate of, you know, the operations team and the CEO. Um, so I would say that is the most important, you know, after making sure that you hired the right team in place. Yeah. And then when that happens, you hire the leader is then, do you want that leader to be in charge of hiring the team or is it kind of the, the still the leadership team that helps with hiring the team of that, that I guess, particular department? See, we have, uh, the ten, what we have uh, believed in one cosmos is that you know, if you're a leader, you have the full autonomy, right, uh, of uh, taking decisions with the with the department, right. That includes, you know, anybody you need to hire as well. Everybody else is available in a consultative way, right. Um, you know, found it best that if you fire the right people, right, you get out of their way, let them do their job, right. You define the parameters of what they have to be successful for, right. Um, at least, you know, that has been very, very useful and successful for us. I love to for you to dig in a little bit on the KPI standpoint, and you could talk about your company or just overall, just important KPI sh people should be considering, and maybe it's it's yours or maybe it's ones where you worked at, you know, with other companies. Yeah, um, so early stage companies, you know, they tend to focus a lot on the revenue side. Right. Um, and of course, rightly so, you want to get that market share. But uh, we have found that apart from, you know, revenue, uh, you know, what is more important is two aspects, right? Your brand, you know, so share of voice that you get in the market. And, and the second is what your CSAT tells you, right? So even, you know, your customer base may be small to begin with, but, you know, are you listening to your customers? Um, and you, do you have that, uh, you know, feedback loop, not just once in a year, but are you, you know, constantly listening to them, right? Uh, and you are, you know, making your teams accountable, right? To making sure that your customers are successful as well. I mean, those thing, things tend to come in place, right? Down the line, but what I want to emphasize is, right? You having that, uh, you know, on day one, um, when you're rolling out the function itself. And then 
going back to, you said everything should roll up to kind of the mission and vision. Do you want to talk a little bit about the mission vision of One Cosmos? Yeah, we, uh, you know, we want to be that single identity. So if you're logging in into your social media site, right, if you're logging in into, you know, your bank, um, and if you're looking to, you know, log into any application, right, today you log in with uh, multiple different providers like Google or Facebook, right, we hope that, uh, you know, tomorrow that can be one cosmos, right. And uh, so the experience of you logging in at that point should not be a username or a password, but you, you know, take your phone, right? The phone takes a selfie of you, but then automatically authenticates you. Got it. It's kind of like on a broader scale when Apple came out with the, the iPod, they're like a thousand songs in your pocket. It's more like the end result, what you want to accomplish than kind of more of the features. Absolutely. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the overall mission and vision, but you know, what we tend to do is we break it down into much more manageable pieces and what we can accomplish year over year. Right. Yeah, totally. And then from the transparency piece, um, at what point, and I know I've talked to a lot of different um, business leaders and they have varying thoughts on transparency in a company. And um, what is, when is, uh, information, too much information. And I guess I go back to thinking of, you know, pretend you're on a first date. You don't want to like share all of your baggage. It's going to scare the person off. Eventually you'll share it, but maybe not on the first date or scare the person off. So um, that's what I think of when I think of transparency. When is information too much information? How do you know how much to share and when to share it? Within a company. Yeah, that's a very interesting perspective that you laid out, right? But, uh, you know, um, there is a, you know, always, uh, you know, you want to balance and see what information to share, right? And I would say, especially when somebody is starting their uh, relationship, right? And uh, the relationship in, over here is any new person that you bring on board, right? How do you make sure that you're not going to be scaring them away, right? Um, but um, I have often realized that, uh, you know, the best partnerships that you have with your employees is you tell them before they come in, this is a startup, there's going to be a lot of noise, there's going to be chaos. Are you ready for it? Right? Um, because it, it's better to be honest about that rather than, you know, them realizing it down the line. Right? Um, and I have found that that builds trust, right? We've lost a lot of you know, good people as well, right? Don't get me wrong. But at least the people who've joined, right? Uh, you know, you build trust from day zero, right? And when you build that particular trust, it's much more easier to communicate down the line, right? Even if that is, you know, bad news, right? Um, yeah. And that's part, of the, that's part of the process. And like you were saying, when you put these steps in place, like we're hiring someone, Make sure you say X, Y, Z. It's a tough conversation. We'd rather have it now than they find out, you know, after four months and then they're not happy and then et cetera. So I don't know if there's one you could think of where that is in the, in the process of that. You're like, Hey, we tell people up front X, Y, Z. What's a tough conversation that you, uh, I mean, it's not even a tough conversation, but it's just more being transparent up front. What can you think of that you tell the team or the staff that, Maybe other companies may not tell them, like, oh, we'll wait for them to figure it out in six months, and then it, it may backfire on them. 
Oh, um, I have uh, the last one year, my uh, I've had like, uh, you know, two full-time jobs. One is running the whole operations and the other is recruiter for the company. Right. Um, and uh, the tough conversations are always around, <laughs> we don't have any of these things that you're doing today in place. Right. Um, and most often, you know, eight out of 10 times, it's like, uh, oh, really? that uh, that's going to be very, very tough. I mean, I'll tell you, um, in my finance function, I'll give an example. It took me four months, right, to hire, uh, you know, someone. Primarily because, you know, um, I just told them that, uh, you know, all of the finance, everything, we have it in different places, right? And we have to bring all of that together. And they're like, you don't have this tool, you don't have that, you don't have this. And, um, you know, that, you know, scares a lot of people away. But, uh um, we just, it's important just to be patient, right? Me uh, and uh, communicating it the right way. And uh, at least, you know, that helps in the long run as well. Yeah. I mean, the right person, they'll get excited about that, right? The right person will be like, oh, I get to create what, you know, what I think is going to be built from scratch and the foundation and pulling these things. And the wrong is like, this is not for me. So you're going to repel probably the wrong people anyways in that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. It's important, right? Because, you know, um, you, you have to strike that balance because you are telling them all of these things, but at the same time, you're giving them, you know, that you have to put all of these things in place. Right. Um, and, uh, we, and, and the whole company is running on, on goals and, and, uh, you know, KPIs, you have to, you know, attain those particular KPIs as well. So the conversation is how do you balance that? Right. Uh, so you want to make sure that the people coming in, right, they put the right foundation. But at the same time, you know, you are measuring them for successful and, and making sure that they are successful as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. From an operational perspective, um, are there anything else operationally that is important when you come on a stealth mode, which is you talked about hiring leaders, organizing the metrics um, around uh, the mission vision, which backs into KPIs and you know, the transparency piece. So anything else that you thought was really essential and important when coming out of stealth mode? Yeah, um, I would say that, uh, you know, uh, again, just coming back to making sure that uh, the whole organization has uh, a planning exercise that has been done, right? Um, so I've learned at least in past jobs, you know, what your AOP or an annual operating plan can help you with. Um, and uh, that exercise is extremely important, right? And don't do that on your month one of your new year, but do it two months before right? you begin. Um, again, it goes back to the whole tenets of, you know, communication, making sure everybody knows their job. If, you know, you're a fan of football and coach Bill Belichick, do your job kind of a philosophy, right? And you can only expect any, everyone to do their function well if they know what they have to do. Right. So that operating plan, right, is extremely important as well. Talk about who's ever the the stealth piece. Okay. How you decide when you're gonna come out of stealth. If you come out of stealth, like, hey, you know, we're flying behind everyone, you know, under everyone else's radar. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. We're growing like crazy. Why even come out of stealth? Or how do you decide make that decision to when and how to do that? Great question, right? Um, so, you know, we operated in stealth for about, uh, I would say, three years. So 
typically if you compare it to companies like uh, or startups right it's a longer average cycle um you know uh, staying in stealth and coming out of it but um, you know i would say and at least let me describe why we stayed in stealth for a very long time right and um, what was very important for us was you know to feed of course the whole the product side of it right the go to market message we had uh, you know base customers uh, we proved it out with them and then when we were ready we said you know we want to come out right and um, hit the market but the main reasons why we came out of stealth was you know your your growth uh is often organic when you are in stealth right um and when you essentially when you believe you know in the company when you believe in you know uh what what your product is you want to you know hit that uh, accelerated growth um and um that's only possible right if you announce yourself right um and announcing yourself in the right way which is making sure that your customers are your partners and uh, you know backing you making sure that uh, you know you have a good brand or you you have a good message and a good brand as well that is tied you know to you coming out of stealth what is so track? i mean, I, mean yeah, I, go ahead. I would i would just say that you know um i'm not saying that this is a template that everybody has to stay 3 years right and come out of stealth uh, but um, it's important to time it right um you when you're some companies do it too early um and uh, yeah, i've seen a lot right in the past as well where uh, you know uh, companies are you know, are looking to invest in their particular product but it crashes and burns because just the timing was a little bit early um so uh, to each their own but you know make sure you time it right right uh, if you know that you've proven the product you have the go to market message ready then hit the accelerator hard the last question I want to ask is and first I want to point people towards you can check out onecosmos.com learn more it's the number 1 k o s m o s.com what attracted you to one cosmos uh, and you had a previous relationship with the ceo yes right so I have, uh, you know, been fortunate enough to be in identity management for a long time, right? My my first job uh, out of college, and uh, I was a a computer science major. And uh, I said, let me go and figure out, uh, you know, where I can, you know, build the next software program. And I landed up in identity management. Um, But uh, got excited about the space, right? I got excited about, you know, what it stood for. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to do multiple different, you know, jobs, right? Um, I, my career started in implementing identity management and then went to customer success. Then I went into, uh, you know, sales operations. And then that led to, you know, managing P&L for a business unit. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, right, when we started One Cosmos back then, I had the relationship, uh, you know, with the founder CEO. Um but I said that I've done everything which is there in the whole gamut, right? Uh, but what's important is how do you make sure that all of these functions operate really well? Um, and that's where, you know, decided to take on more of the operations mental, right? Um, the idea being that you're not more in the forefront of every function, but making sure that the engine is running very well. Love it. 
Well, first of all, so thank you for your time and your expertise. Everyone check out onecosmos.com, check out the Process Breakdown podcast and check out Sweet Process. And thanks, thanks everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Process Breakdown podcast. Before you go, quick question. Do you want a tool that makes it easy to document processes, procedures, and or policies for your company so that your employees have all the information they need to be successful at their job? If yes, sign up for a free 14-day trial of Sweet Process. No credit card is required to sign up. Go to sweetprocess.com, sweet like candy, and process like process.com. Go now to sweetprocess.com and sign up for your risk-free 14-day trial. Hi, this is Owen, the CEO and co-founder here at Sweet Process. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast interview, uh, actually, you know what I want you to do? Go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That way we get more people aware of the good stuff that you get here on this podcast. Again, go on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Looking forward to reading your review. Have a good day. Mm.